and welcome! It is the Red Lead Retrocast Anime Edition. We got an amazing episode for you guys today. It is the Retro Anime Podcast. We're doing Nashka of the Valley of the Wind. I guess it's technically pre-Studio Ghibli. And this has been an anime a long time coming, guys. Welcome to another amazing episode. It's episode 115, 117. Whew. Okay. Tori Hickey, how you doing? I'm doing. You're doing? Uh, yeah. No no embarrassing childhood things come to light with you guys recently, like myself? <laughs> nope. No, no, no. Not that I can think of. Ah, sounds like a good success on your part. I, in oh, my yeah. life, so some things have come to light, like uh, certain phrases I found out I only realized uh, it was just between me and my dorky friends would say. So, laugh at myself moment there, but over the last couple weeks, it's taken about eight weeks for me to finally get this down, but I'm bowling well again, guys, and I'm making some money. Hooray for me! Woo! Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. Remember to not bust your fucking wrists again. (laughs) No, 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 no. I've completely revamped my style and uh, angular projection across the lane, getting the corner pins out again, knocking them down. I'm knocking them dead. I'm moving up the table again, which is nice to nice to see. I've I've really fixed a lot of mechanical issues that uh, I've really. Ch- I mean, look, <laughs> I was out of bowling for what was it like a year and a half because of COVID, so you know, out of practice basically, and just kind of going twice a week, and still ch- mostly trying to stay isolated for the most part. Uh, bad habits uh, came through, and got to work on those things mechanically and a sh- <laughs> without a lot of practice. So it's kind of, it took a lot longer than it should have, but I'm back. Very happy. That's the, the bowling update for you. I know riveting podcast, uh, content there. <laughs> Everyone watches anime podcast to hear about JD's bowling. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, if, especially if you've been, uh, <laughs> been listening to me for the past, what, four years, five years at this point. <laughs> You come to this anime podcast for bowling updates, wrestling, video games, and just general bullshit. We might occasionally <laughs> football. Yeah, we might oh, occasionally no, actually a lot of football. Fucking, a lot of football. We might occasionally talk about anime, but you know that's that's like at the end, that's, kind of just yeah. thrown in there. Thirty thirty <laughs> thirty minutes later, ah, you know this famous Studio Ghibli origin movie that got like rave reviews. Ah, yesterday's news. Never heard of her. Never Much more important to talk about uh, all these splits that I'm leaving and uh, trying to pick them up in bowling. That's way more important. Although, yeah, little Patreon plug, selfish, selfish Patreon plug here. I did go wow. to a wrestling show over New Year's and and uh, got into a big conversation with a wrestler, and he is an avid bowler and he's quite good at it. And we were talking about the the balls and techniques we use and. Uh, uh, some of the some of the issues of him being a pro wrestler on the road and bowling. So that's 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 over on the Patreon in those uh, New Year's Restival episodes. Go check that out. You can hear all the inside scoops on a certain wrestler's bowling skills. How about that? You into that, Tori? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I guarantee you will not hear that kind of content on any other podcast. <laughs> I I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. 
Most likely. <laughs> and that's when you're wrong. Turns out there's actually a podcast dedicated to this shit. Just wrestlers <laughs> bullying and <laughs> their yeah. opinions over it. I want to listen to that podcast. If you got that out there and you're listening to us, definitely hit me up on Twitter at BullyJD. See, look at that. Getting all the plugs in today. About that. Well, you know, we're on plugs. Tori, haven't plugged you in a while. Let's plug yeah, you up. It's, it's also been pretty dead over there, so I don't know. I'll plug <laughs> I'll plug myself again once I actually get something out. <laughs> well, uh, you have a lot of past I'll videos that myself. are really cool that you could at least plug in. Yeah, yeah, I, I uh, like your right. content. Anime Top uh, Scholar. Thank you. Thank YouTube. you. Yeah. It's been pretty dead. Like <laughs> I put out seven videos all last year, which just isn't good enough. So, you know, I'm hoping to do better this year, though. January is almost over and I still haven't put out a video. So, but I have a script finished at least. So it, it, I'm getting there. Oh, just totally random thought. I don't know why you saying your YouTube uh, is dead lately, but you know how PlayStation every year does the no. kind of hours you played most game, most game you played hours online, that uh, kind of thing. Literally the, yeah, everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone does, does that. So didn't realize this. I did play enough games last year but it was not on the playstation 4 it was on the nintendo switch so i was like why am i not getting my annual playstation update i didn't play enough hours on my ps4 and realized the last game i played was a fire pro wrestling world so in 2021 i played exactly one game on my ps4 for like five hours so it's not enough time <laughs> i was just all nintendo and retro games last year pretty qu pretty crazy yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember I don't remember the last time I booted up my PS4 actually. Exactly. As a matter of fact, I tried to because I was testing my TV. because uh, we have switched like uh uh tele uh, television providers and whatnot. So I need to test some th some things because it didn't really work. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let me boot up my uh, PS4. And uh well, I mean it didn't start, so that's Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with it, but uh, that's that basically says everything I need to know about that. Yeah. Well, the other <laughs> other thing I found odd was like, man, I what do you, what do you mean I didn't have enough? I played like Dead Space One on my PS3, and I, and then it occurred to me this morning. Oh, my PS3 is not hooked up to the internet, and I'm not logged in on the network, so of course it's not going to know that I played play like it's not going to connect that online. Like certain oh, yeah. aspects, yeah. Because I, I I only have my PS4 kind of signed into the network, and oh yeah, you know it was it was a Nintendo year. PlayStation, I want I really I have the money. I ju I just want to buy a PS5, guys. I really want to play some of the some of those games. I'm so sad. You know, I'm just nah, there with my PC being like, all right, cool. And what makes me even more sad is everybody in our Discord, Red Leaf Retrocast Discord, hit me up if you want to join. Uh, everyone else in there has a PS5. It's just me now. I can't get one. I'm so sad. This is this is, it's okay, this is the real life problems I go through. Ah, yes. <laughs> it's okay, JD. Just right, fucking dodging bullets <laughs> left and right. And JD's like, <laughs> man, <laughs> I cannot get a overpriced piece of plastic. God oh, yeah, damn dude. it. Oh, you did. Uh, man, all you got to do is join one of those like millions of competitions that are going on right now that says like, oh, join this and you can win the PS5. Yeah, maybe you'll get lucky if you join all of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 
<laughs> it's just simple like retweets follow them and stuff and yeah i, I was like okay i'll do it i have one stuff doing that before Damn, quite a few things you. but uh not a ps5 yet it's almost like those things yeah. are fake <laughs> i want to recycle my fucking uh, plastic bottles this week exciting stuff i know and because I was too lazy to take out the money, uh-huh. I just decided because we have one of those lottery things, uh, take a thing. So I just fucking sent that in. I was like, All right, whatever. <laughs> and I won. Oh. No fucking slap, it, slap in the face as usual. I won less than I would have gotten if I would have just taken the money out normally. Oh, that's really funny. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, fucking great. It's oh, like, oh, you're great. a winner. And I'm like, wait, really? It's like, hey, you won 50 kroner. And I'm like, that's less than, oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. I love that. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good, like, comedy skit in a sitcom. <laughs> where it's it's a whole episode of these people just egging someone on to go recycle, get the money, and then he just goes, oh, all right. And at the end of the episode, that's the whole payoff is he actually lost money. <laughs> I won, but I lost money on winning. What the fuck? <laughs> that's too good. Great story. All right, anime. Let's, uh, let's talk about it. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. have been watching... Uh, so I randomly watched an entire season of the Seven Deadly Sins, specifically season three. <laughs> Why have you watched? Have you watched the the other ones, or did you do the the JJ thing? It's like ah, I don't need the, the previous series. Okay, the fair seasons. question. I'm just gonna start from fucking season five. Oh, shit, I'll I'll figure it out. Yeah, from season five, episode three. Let's go. All right. All right. Sounds crazy. I mean, if you study from season five, doesn't fucking matter. It's right? a fair question. I <laughs> have like... seen the first two seasons. I have Good. seen them. Been a while, to be fair, but I just jumped into season three. A lot of things came back pretty quick. Uh, not bad. Not, it's, it's not the greatest shonen I've ever seen. The characters are a bit goofy, outlandish. There's some things yeah, that I really... No way. There, there, there's things in the show that I really questioned over certain motivations. Whatever. It's, it's goofy fun. It's like a you know, seven out of six, seven out of ten type series. Uh, I do like season three where the shows really started to go to shit. Mm, it doesn't feel that way. I, I think so. You know what? I won't get into seven deadly sins, but uh, what I want to get into is something more recent, <laughs> which is on Netflix. There's the first half of uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Stone Ocean. Yep, the latest JoJo. That is super interesting and good where the so it's a girl it's the girl jojo that a lot you know a lot of jojo ah, fans yes, the girl jojo yeah yeah Jolene, a lot of jojo Jolene, fans are Jolene, obsessed with jolene cujo come on jd yeah jolene cujo and she is a, a really interesting character i love the new powers that they introduce and how and the fact that she's in prison and in this confined environment and there's other prisoners, there, there's certain aspects of prisoners like trying to kill her and there's uh, assassination attempts and that I've, I've seen half of it so far. Really engaging stuff there. Uh, uh, animation, character art, all great. Uh, just as in past JoJo's. Fantastic. I could, if you're, if like, if you're a fan of JoJo, I, absolutely understand why this gets rave, rave, ravely talked about ravely talked about positively talked about at such a high level i totally see it i agree nice. uh, i watched the first two episodes it's it's fun i don't really want to watch too much because i i don't want to like 
I don't want to get to like episode six. I don't have to wait. So I'm taking my, taking my time with it. But yeah, no, it's it's fun. It is definitely fun. Interesting. Well, kind of. It's funny you bring up episode that six. Funny. That's kind of where I stopped because that's like the whole intro arc to it. Yeah. And I I decided to stop there before they really start getting the series going. And I'm going to wait until the rest of it kind of comes out on Netflix or wh- however they're going to uh, release them. And I'm going to just bin- binge watch it from there. So that's actually kind of a good introduction part. And then you can kind of stop right there. I just wish they would release mm-hmm. it weekly. It would make it so much easier. Yeah, but it's Netflix. It is Netflix. I know, I know the ending. The the okay. most exciting thing about part six is because that means we're close to part seven, which is the best part. What's uh what's part which seven? Is, uh, still still bull run. And is that like Jolene's kid or something, much like the other JoJo's? No, I cannot I cannot say. I can't oh, spoiler. Say. Oh, okay. It's it's All heavy, right. heavy, extremely, extremely heavy spoiler, so Okay, fair enough. I cannot say. It's just it is as wacky as you can imagine. Yeah, it's JoJo. I ex- I expect wacky. No, you don't. You don't. I want they, wacky. They, they they turn the dial to like overload Ooh. on part seven. Uh, okay. No, no, I'm intrigued. Well, right. it starts at the big the, the the ending of part six. <laughs> so hopefully they won't do the thing of yeah, let's just wait three years until there's part seven because it's oh, kind of definitely do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's it's kind of a continuous from part six to part seven, uh, so it would suck you just way too much uh, between ports. Yeah, gonna be fun. I wait, I wait everything to come out and then I watch. I'm still sitting on the fucking train. And like, it'd be so funny because everybody's so hyped for part seven. It'd be so funny if they only adapt up through part six and then stop. I mean, that would be so <laughs> sad. It's like, oh, part eight is still coming out, so we're just gonna wait. <laughs> so if there's a port nine, okay, yeah, fuck, <laughs> shit, don't do this to me. <laughs> I waited thirty years, even though I'm not thirty yet. But goddamn, I've been waiting so long for part seven. <laughs> and then the last episode. Well, like the last <clears throat> series I caught up on. You remember in the last podcast, a little update here is I questioned whether I should go ahead and watch Attack on Titan, finish it. Because I uh-huh. really did not like the last season. Anima- like Animation and action aside, I think we all agree with, at least on this podcast, that the, the series and story has just absolutely plummeted. <laughs> like, I don't like the twists. It's just... No, I don't like them either. <clears throat> but uh, I ended up watching Demon Slayer... Mugen Train, the TV, not the movie. And then I fully caught up to date with the Entertainment District Dark of Demon Slayer. So I'm like totally fully caught up on the animated series. Uh, I know what you mean, Tori, now about how the Mugen Train arc is kind of slow at the beginning and then the final boss at the end is really cool. Yeah. I totally get where you're coming from with that. The, the, the slow buildup, I think maybe the TV... You haven't seen the TV series, have you? No, I haven't. I only okay. watched the movie. I think the way... This is my interpretation, because I didn't watch the movie, so maybe we can uh, combine our, our thoughts and interpretation here. That the way a television series is structured, 
makes for a better pace and understanding of what they're trying to get through to the viewer in some of these more down-to-earth moments, building up certain characters for this whole train arc. And it culminated, I think maybe you agree, is the TV show, because of all that, was able to culminate even the final boss of that arc way more effectively and get you to actually feel for the characters more effectively because there was just simply more time for it as opposed to uh, what the movie was able to do. Uh, so, Maybe. I mean, obviously I haven't seen the TV series. I don't necessarily agree with you on that. Okay. Because while I, while I do agree that, like, obviously, yes, a TV series has more time, my main problem with the movie and with, the, you know, the whole, like, train arc and the first, the first villain that you appear is realistically just the fact that, like, I don't know how to handle him in the, um, in the TV series, but in the movie, he simply doesn't do anything. Until mm-hmm. the fight at the end, right? He's just kind of he's manipulating people, but like you don't even know about him. Like you know a little bit about him, but like you you get nothing on him. He's just kind of like, and then suddenly at the end, everything is happening. He's morphing with the train. He's doing all sorts of crazy shit. And it's just it doesn't feel rewarding at all because it's like motherfucker's just been sitting at the front of the train all all fucking movie waiting. <laughs> While we have been fucking reliving Tanjiro's past, almost like fucking getting into his dream where he's hanging out with his family again. <laughs> like, 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 sure, like that could be interesting, but like, I don't know. I just feel like it's not even it's not even just a pace thing. It's just I don't know. I feel like they're not focusing on the right things. They're spending time. They're spending val- valuable time, in my opinion, at least, on things that doesn't make for that interesting watching in the long run. It's constantly that's retreading cool. the same thing over and over again. Pretty much, right? Yeah. But that's why it's so cool when the fucking final dude just shows up, shows up, and he just starts fucking shit up, and a real fight start breaking, breaking arms. Like the good thing about that is that it just it pulls you out, it pulls you right back in because just oh shit, things are about to fucking go down. Yeah, and, and there's a yeah, that, there's a major the fucking fire. Hashida can can fucking only just keep up with this dude, and you're like, fine, you're just saying it's like Jesus Christ, these guys are strong. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a huge gap in strength and really shows you the character's main struggle and he fully Tanjiro fully admits to that and he's frustrated and it really yeah. it really gets you to get down with the goal uh with the character. I agree. Yeah, I agree with all that. Yeah, yeah because no that's problem. that's what that's how you establish power. Like the fucking power difference, right? Because we all know that none of the fucking Tanjiro and his crew can can barely keep <laughs> can barely keep up with the fire Hashira. And you have the fire Hashira who can fucking only just duke it out with this dude. And it costs him basically everything. So it's like it's just yeah, like it's like that's how you would establish power, fucking power imbalance. Where most anime would literally just be like, he has two hundred on the power scales. Like, okay, cool. Oh my god, fucking it's, funny you, bring, it's funny you bring that up. My main <laughs> complaint with fucking seven seven deadly sins is exactly that they've introduced yeah, like a fu- it, they they, they introduced a, a literal trope. Dragon Ball Z scouter. <laughs> I know, but like it's a show, it's a shonen trope. I understand that, but it's like it doesn't tell me anything. It's like this guy has five hundred power, while this guy has nine hundred power. I understand that nine hundred is higher than five hundred. But when the fucking dude with five hundred power defeats the dude with nine hundred power, like it should be the easiest thing in the world. What the fuck does this scouter tell me about anything? Right. Yeah. 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 No, that's a that's one of my major issues with the Seven Deadly Sins uh show compared to Demon Slayer is this this prospect of power differential mm. and the aspect that only one singular character can actually 
fight. So it to me, it made much of the other supporting cast and their fights kind of a mute point. I'm sure maybe in time we'll get to a point where all of them start leveling up themselves. But at, at this point in time, I don't think the series did a, a good job in establishing that in character motivation. While Demon Slayer, I, I thought the Mugen Train arc really helped grab me into Tanjiro and the group's goal in getting stronger themselves and how they're going to go about doing that. Now, when I started the entertainment arc, I was not into how that my first impressions of that arc were, were not great. We're, we're going to go to the red light district, cross-dress, ha-ha, funny, funny. Seemingly anytime oh. any of these characters open their mouths, which is my main complaint in the show, I was annoyed. And I'm just on my phone going, I'm checked out. I'll just wait until the, the cool fight scenes because the animation, the colors, the character art, every every other aspect of the show is really good to me, except the the... Well, the dialogue, yeah, the dialogue, the voice acting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Any, t- like, I almost feel like I might be better off muting it until a fight scene starts. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I didn't watch the, I didn't start that one yet, just because I thought about it, and then I w- went to walk on him, and I loaded up the first episode, and I just, like, it was late, and I just see forty minutes, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> not doing it, not now, <laughs> <laughs> not now, not ready. The, but. Again, when it t- came time to start fighting and Tanjiro had had to put his money with his mouth where his mouth is, he delivered and introduced a new aspect of his power that hadn't been unlocked before and it's really it's really now mostly clear to the viewer like what his he's he's basically the last airbender. <laughs> like that's that's what we're talking about here. Uh with with, with there's a reference for you. You know he's the he's the chosen chosen one kind of deal. Well, you know it's fine. And how his sister comes into play and yeah, it's it's really cool. It's and then, speaking of Demon Slayer, did you guys see the latest Crunchyroll awards like nominations and all that from no. last year? Hi, are you talking about the? You're not talking about the Attack on Titan thing, right? No, I'm. Okay. I was just talking no, about like categories and what was nominated for him. And oh yeah, yeah. no, I. I didn't. I don't care about that. Like I looked at it, and I was like, at first I was like, you know, maybe I should vote. And then, like, a voice in the back of my head goes, like, you didn't fucking watch anything. And I'm like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) Well, (laughs) even even from the stuff I watched last year, and my just knowledge in what was popular, made me realize as I was kind of just running through my votes, it was just a shonen year. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It was Maybe, just it was just the Doctor Stone. It was Doctor Stone. It was Mugen Train the TV. It was uh, Odd Taxi got a lot of love. That's for sure. I did. I did enjoy yeah, what I saw. It was. It was. It was good. It was one of more interesting ones. But all the other categories, I was like, man, like even top characters. I was like, yeah, I guess Demon Slayer. Maybe Attack Could on be Titan. Be great for you, though. You love Shonen. I know. I know. <laughs> like, like I had no problem voting for that stuff, but usually. Hmm. Usually there's always a few anime last year that really kind of come out of nowhere and they're not shonen. Uh, I know. And that's the sort of stuff that I like. But it's like, I mean, as we've seen with basically every uh, Crunchy World Award has gone so far. Of course, the shonen stuff is going to yeah, win. I, under, it's I understand. Popular, it's the fuck. It fits the demographic exactly. It's like that's it's pretty like basically if you have 
<laughs> you could have an amazing show come up against just like a, I'm not going to say bog standard shonen, but you know, like basically like a high-pass shonen with all the usual tropes. That was probably going to win because that's going to fit be, fit the majority more. It's what they like. It's it's the age group. It's what they're interested in. No, I I, <laughs> under, I understand that, but my my point I'm referencing is when we were talking about some of these shows last year, like Wonder Egg Priority is a great example. Something that initially mm. had some buzz and then just fucking laid an egg at the end, <laughs> quite literally. Yeah, and it 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 was just it was bad at the end, and we just didn't have my opinion, of course, but we just didn't have that anime last year that was able to kind of capitalize the fandom uh, to its extent, and it's like the closest we got was Odd Taxi and Wonder Egg Priority, and when that's kind of the bar, it's I think anime last year was kind of disappointing outside of a, a few of the shonens. I guess, like I said, I didn't watch much. I do, in general, just think that, like, I think what last year showed, at least looking in more than anything, is that the whole, like, season-by-season thing is getting stronger and stronger, right? And what I mean by that is just, like, you have every single season. There's at least one, maybe two or three shows that everyone talks about. They love it. It's great. And then the season ends, and nobody gives a shit anymore. It's like they, they 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 don't care. It's it's done. It's over. This is in the past now. Forget about it. It's the next season now. It's the new. It's the new hype shit. Right now we have this other show that is way better than anything we had last year. And it's just like I look at that and I look at people having these conversations. And I'm just like, this is just so exhausting. <laughs> this well, is so yeah. exhausting to look at. <laughs> Fucking power cripple. Shonen power cripple and uh, anime seasonal. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, it's like, I mean, I remember like being part of this. I didn't, didn't recall it being this extreme, but like, I remember be, being part of this exact same thing. But like, at this point, I just, I can't be bothered. Like, I can't get excited for most things. Like, even big hype sequels, like again, Attack on Titan is hype. And as, while I didn't like, I'm not liking where it's going as much. Like, I, I'm still interested and in I am planning on watching it, right? But it's like, I didn't watch the first part of the finale because, like, I just I don't feel like watching it. Like, and that's the sort of point I'm at now, where it's like I don't watch stuff just because it's coming out. I don't watch stuff because it's ongoing right now. It's like I don't really care. What am I gonna do? Talk to people about it? It's not even a even on my dead YouTube channel. That's not even what I do. I don't tend to talk about the new shows. I do it sometimes, generally, if something annoys me. But like, it's just I don't tend to talk about those things. Primarily because it's not what I'm interested in, and secondarily because when I have, nobody gives a shit, and you know that's that's fine. Nobody gives a shit about my opinion of modern shows, anyways. That's not what I'm here for. But like, <laughs> it's just kind of kind of one of those like it's just in general in all kinds in all forms, whether it be for my own personal entertainment or even for fucking YouTube content, it's literally just not worth my time. So here, here I'm just gonna name some of the shows that. Uh had buzz but as you say kind of immediately were, was forgotten about because at least in terms of the crunchy wor- wor- uh, cr- crunchy world awards uh i crunchy, crunchy world. world crunchy roll oh my yeah. god what a day Take the like even in certain categories they just weren't nominated war uh, for and you would think that they would get a lot more hype re-zero season part two season two nothing Wonder Egg Priority got love, and I'm just kind of going through the seasons over what I, I saw. Uh, 86, not very good, even the, the sequel. 
Very disappointing ending there. Tokyo Revengers got a lot of pop and circumstance to it. That's probably one of the bigger ones of the year. Uh, Summer was Sunny Boy, something that was very strange, unique, but never really capitalized on what it was meant to do. Like, we're all just confused at the end of it. So that's a miss. Uh, Slime Season 2. While popular, I don't think it was more popular than like ReZero Part Two Season Two. Not, not that's not the vibe I got. And then, do you guys remember fucking Platinum End? I don't recall. Uh, like yeah, how yeah. How, yeah. how popular is that right now? Do you? What's uh, your feeling I, I, on that? I watched one episode of Platinum End that I've never. I mean, it's definitely not so. getting good yeah. reviews. Like yeah, the only thing I remember is like, oh my gosh, so this thing I did, and then two months later, he's like, you know what, this kind of show is kind of kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, then like, like a few months after, he's like, yeah, no, this show is is, is shit, not the the fun shit, just shit. I know. the funny thing about Platinum Land is people trying to save the show for some reason. They say the oh, show yeah. is good, however, it has the wrong protagonist, the wrong story, the wrong something. The wrong, well, the show is wrong then. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. The show is fine, but is, there's like this one aspect that is wrong and doesn't feed the show. It's yeah, like, yeah, like 75% of the show was like, this was so the, good, the show is shit. Mm-hmm. And some are just, yeah, no, the show is shit. I don't know why people hype this up. <laughs> because they have to protect their stuff. But, like, I don't know. I watched the first episode. The only thing I got out of that first episode was like, all right, let's see. We're doing Future Diary. Cool. <laughs> We're doing <laughs> well, that again. We're doing yeah, that again. Totally not by the same author this time, but, you know. Yeah, I uh, mean, I, I'm I'm kind of doom and gloom on it. But, I, I like, again, I thought Shonen had a good year last year. My Hero Academia, I was, I was into... I really liked uh, the Stone Stone Wars from Doctor Stone. Uh, I just spoke pretty highly over Mugen Train, the TV from Demon Slayer. So there was some good stuff out there, just not in the aspect of kind of shows that really go outside that genre, which is I I, I think is unfortunate. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like there's a lot of like, and I'm looking at the nominees. I feel like there's a lot of. Uh... Kind of just weird, like even uh, even like uh, categories that I normally don't care for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking here, and I'm looking like you know one thing that I think is cool, right? For example, voting for best boy. I see that they included uh, it's Mimiyamura from uh, Horimiya, a show that I enjoyed a lot actually. So uh, that was quite fun. But I don't really understand why. Like it's one of those things. Like it feels like there's really much thought put into this because like okay, it's Mimiyamura, the main the main protagonist is up for best boy i mean he's all right like quiet <laughs> kid right. kind of strange <laughs> he's a he's a relatable character in a way right just like he's quiet got bullied and you know and then just kind of you know got piercings and tattoos and whatnot and gets a sure. girlfriend you know we've, we've all been there right oh, of course yeah <laughs> and <laughs> so it's like i mean sure like it's fine nothing against that but it's like even when i see stuff here that i'm like oh that's an interesting men- that's an interesting mention it's like but is that the best you can do is that the best you can do uh, <laughs> like definitely like, I, I also didn't watch much but like the only thing that <laughs> He's kind of a surprise to be in the list. It's kind of like a Skate Infinity. Yeah, people love Skate Infinity. People were people were sort of into that. I mean, I watched it all. I thought it was goofy as hell. Definitely because like (laughs) definitely hot boy stuff. (laughs) Eighty six. I think like eighty six has connections to Crunchyroll. 
So like oh, Crunchyroll is, was hyping the shit out of eighty six. Yeah. Uh, Demon Slayer, Odd Taxi, Megalobox, VV Fluoride, Wonder Egg Priority, Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, ReZero, Tokyo Revengers. Uh, that was a show I gave a lot of love to. Was Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, I but, watched it yesterday. <laughs> nice. Like all of they it? really it's need quite, to fix this nice. shit, though. Quite nice. Yeah. Shit. So yeah, it, it's okay. not like if if I open like any, I don't know. I guess it's just a, a bias, Probably. my bias, and other people bias because like it feels like it's the only shows people actually talked about. Hmm. And like, with a delay, because like Wonder Egg Priority just got, I guess people like it. People like don't like much the, the ending of the show. Hmm. Like other things, I don't know. It's just yeah. The thing they still need to fucking fix about this shit though is this <laughs> dumbass thing they do, where it's like they they nominate multiple things from the same show for the same category. That has got to stop. Oh, like I Best Boy has like three of them it. from one show kind of situation. Uh, does it? I didn't look. I don't know. I just, uh, that was just top of my head example. No, I'm Not looking at my Seen it. We have two from uh, two from Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like, don't get me wrong. I understand mm. the whole like. I it's just about what is the best fight scene. But like by that logic, you can basically have an entire category with just fight scenes from one show. Is that fun? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't sure, know, man. Like, the I, only I, thing I, that is a little bit different. There, the fucking original voice actor for Jigen was nominated for best performance in Japanese. Oh, bro, I, the, he got my vote immediately. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yes, I, him. I, I, I appreciate <laughs> it, but that is definitely one of those things for us. Like, it's because it's an industry veteran. It's like, that's fine, you're put it here. Or you're gonna just no, I, I'm telling you, I watched that episode, and that was... It was it was very it was very good in in terms of his voice acting very ravaged, uh, yeah. the, the tone of the tone of it all, saying goodbye like I I I give it high praise I spoke I spoke about it when I watched it how it it yeah. was a great just goodbye episode for this voice actor. It was, but like again, he's literally done one episode. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, that one episode like- was way better than anything else. That- you think I'm voting Demon know, Slayer okay. or anything best voice actor? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, true. But like, again, it's one of those <laughs> things where like, I don't know, man. Like, it's not, I wouldn't, like, I mean, I, I'd vote for him myself, definitely. But like, it's not, it's one of those things where like, I think that is mostly just a case of like, hey, listen, man, it's a, this is an industry veteran. <laughs> and he is, he is now retired. He's old. Let's give him his dues. He's not going to win. There's no, no way in hell he's going to win. No, Lupin's not not popular enough in, in the Crunchyroll verse. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe maybe so, if the yeah. latest season was on Crunchyroll, he'd get more love. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Nah, probably not. Okay, Tori, you watched Kuroshi Eye on Pornhub, preferably, right? I did not watch it on Pornhub. Oh, come on. What's wrong with you? you got to watch it on Pornhub if it's there. I wasn't aware that it was on Pornhub before you Wait, told I, me. I told you it was on Pornhub. It is definitely on Pornhub. I'm going to look at it You right did now. tell me, but after I'd watched the episode. Oh. Right. So it doesn't really help. You've, uh, like... Was it I censored? Because it's not censored on Pornhub. <laughs> I, no, I didn't see anything censored. Okay. Uh, what, what more are you going to censor? The fucking... Yeah? Say, the titties. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't think we're talking about the same fucking anime here. 
I don't think we're talking about the same no, anime either. Uh, are we talking about Kuroshia or Shimatsu? Oh, I was talking about Shimatsu, yeah. Okay, uh, okay. I thought, I, no, I was like, because to... fucking Dankworth doesn't even have dates. I don't know what I talked about. Yeah, Kuroshia <laughs> is, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Chateau Dankworth. My bad, my bad. That's Chateau Dankworth. I, I did watch the uncensored version of Shimatsu and the Harem, but that's, I don't need to go to porn up for that. Um, <laughs> okay. That's I watched the censored version. <laughs> Oh my god! You, you yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, not like. But holy <laughs> shit! I, I'm not watching Shomatsu Nohari. <laughs> yeah, I got I so Me angry. Neither. I got so <laughs> fucking angry. It's not because like the show is bad at all. And I was talking to my friend, a friend of mine. He really likes those shitty shows. So I, no, you don't understand, dude. After some episodes, the cool dude will appear. The, the one that is gonna fuck everyone. It's like, dude, I don't fucking care. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit. I hate the main character. The main character's a little bitch. <laughs> what are you promise, Dicky? Yeah, See, it's you like, don't understand. Oh. There's a better character that'll show up and he'll fuck all the women. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, I don't, he's I don't care. I'll, I'll have cool. to suffer with the fucking main character. It's like, well, the main character is not important. But oh, the main there. character fucking sucks ass. I he's, agree. He's, he's a terrible. He fucks ass. I was like, welcome you're, to Harrow, man. You're dying. You're dying. They found a cure. The woman, she left you. And it yeah. wasn't like the moment you, like, it, it was, and it was like explaining why she left. And there's like this huge complicated plot. I was like, I don't give a shit, dude. I don't give a shit anymore. I hate that guy. He's horrible. <laughs> it's like, fucking humanity is dying. It's like, well, that's because they just want to use them to repopulate and have everyone being controlled by by fucking woman you know? it's like who cares dude it's an enemy about fucking in a harem <laughs> I, don't shit who's, I don't give a shit about who is fucking pulling the strings motherfucker doesn't want to fuck women that's the whole premise of the show <laughs> no i i totally agree it's it's a it's a bad it's a bad premise with behind this character it's it's terrible oh, okay I tell me tell me about more importantly tell me about chateau dankworth uh chateau dankworth is not worthy of the name oh this is so chateau dankworth is about as deadpan a character as you will ever meet and i hate it <laughs> like i how watched, all right like, hold on how can they make a show with a character named Chateau Dankworth, and this character is deadpan. I know. She How barely is this possible? Speaks. She doesn't talk ever. She just stands there looking in an oddly timed calm visual comedy from time to time. But I I so I didn't look at anything. I was I, I guess right I in the title it says tricked. the silent and stoic Chateau Dankworth. Yeah. yeah. I was tricked into watching this. Because of the name Chateau Dankworth, we all because were. JD didn't didn't want to let me just pass on this one. But I didn't look at anything, and I put up the first episode, right? Uh huh. And two minutes into this, I go. I think to myself, like, man, this sure feels like a Jose romance. It's a show on Crunchyroll. I wonder Roll what genres this is and what the demographic is. Hmm, let's see, genres, action, oh, romance, yeah. Demographic, oh Jose, oh would you look at that? I'm right. It's so dumb like a uh, fucking bounty hunter her target is son Liang ha not really because he's just hanging around just meeting her every time just showing up being being annoying being like cool and he's like hey, i killed a bunch of people and uh 
But you're, I'm not your okay, target, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to go and... I could definitely kill you right now if I wanted to, but I I'm like gonna go you, and grab so I'm going to go away. Goodbye. And torture them and give them to you. That's my thing. Woo! And I'm going to try try to get laid with you because fucking why not? And I'm I'm flirting <laughs> with you and ha ha ha. This is so good comedy romance. Joe saying <laughs> yay. And I, I, oh my God. I watched a couple of these shows before and I, I don't understand Joe romance. Like at all i don't get it it makes no fucking sense it's so dumb i hate it it's got a seven on mal and that just made me even more mad <laughs> it's like no way nah bro no way yeah is this show on crunchyroll is it i don't know i'm asking Probably not. i don't watch crunchyroll so i wouldn't know her fucking boss got itty bitty stuff like there's none found Doesn't seem maybe, like it is. is it, maybe it's on Funimation. Funimation. Yeah, I'll check it out. I guess I'll do that. Keep talking about it. Keep burying it. <laughs> uh, keep burying yeah, it. It was <laughs> just really bad. Yeah, and we're gonna it was hear like, more about it. Was, it was the next physically episode. painful to watch. <laughs> like I, I suffered so much. I was like, holy shit! I made a mistake. I made a huge mistake. This <laughs> is physically think. hurting me to watch. I and the animation, the animation, if it stabilizes the way it is, I, I'm fine with it. But goddamn, man, there were some times where some facial features just... It's not even animated half the time. It's just reactions and like, er, funny face, er, fucking deformed, er. It's like, yeah. <laughs> most you have is fucking, the most you have is like fucking walking cycles. Like, sure, that's animation, but, like, fucking... <laughs> once you make it, like... <laughs> once you make a couple of frames of that, <laughs> that you have it already. You just need to replay it. That's <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. Uh, they have yeah, such a nice sight for the anime as well. <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I, we got this. I saw the fucking PV for the second episode, and it's just like, oh, look at this past of Chateau Dankworth. And it's like, and I, the moment they were like, what's your name? And they cut her, cut her off. And I'm just like, yep, Chateau Dankworth is most certainly not her actual name. Um, I, I literally, I'm already fucking, I've already figured out the goddamn plot twist and everything. And I don't care. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, I'm done with this show. I'm not watching anymore. I told you guys before we watched it. I said I wasn't going to watch it. It's probably not going to be good. And there we are. It's a Jose romance. And it is not I mean, good. Hold on a second. I don't think... All right. So yeah, at, at, on Crunchyroll, it's called... Good. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. On know, Crunchyroll, man. it's called Love of Kill. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Although that's not the title... <laughs> I mean, no, it, I when you go to my anime list, it says Kuroshii, and then in, like, parentheses, it's Love of Kill. So, mm. that's what's happening here. Yeah. It's like Assassin's Love. It is, but, sure. you know, localized titles aren't the same. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Dude, like, we won't... The fucking... But the way that localized... The, the way that localizing titles doesn't make any sense, localization, though. Localization became really good for the, for the past years or so. I wasn't expecting a 19... Like a 1980s style of fucking localization where it doesn't fucking make any sense. Dude, motherfucker, what? localization is literally done by having the Japanese company come up with whatever fucking random English name they can think of and telling them to use that. <laughs> <laughs> 
a Japanese company that doesn't speak any English is like, yes, this is going to be the localized title. It's like, eh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess it's time. Let's see if I can get a uh, little musical drop for Naushka of the Valley of the Wind. We can move on to that. Let's see. I'll get a nice little soundtrack here from the YouTubes. What do you think? The battle music? That's pretty cool. Sure. You guys you guys got anything uh, in particular? Ooh, the polluted sea. I like that one. I'll play this little OST. Here we go. It'll be music for a little while here as we go into it, because the music of Nashka of the Valley of the Wind is phenomenal. Well, uh, Nashka is quite good. <laughs> Outstanding. So instead of watching, <laughs> instead of watching seasonal anime, every time you feel like watching anime, just watch Nausicaa. Have a better time. All righty. Nauska of the Valley of the Wind. Uh, that little musical number for yeah, it was just under a minute was from the Polluted Sea uh, section of the movie, the film, if you will. Kazenotani no Nauska came out in March 11th, 1984, technically by studio Topcraft. Uh, it's the precursor movie to Studio Ghibli, essentially. It's uh, director Hao Miyazaki. Perhaps we've heard of him, maybe? Never. Never? All right. Yeah. I heard he came out of retirement. <laughs> oh, you don't say? Yeah. With his cherry brand cigarettes <laughs> yeah. and everything, I'm sure. <laughs> it's got all the unknown guys. Hayao Miyazaki, Sao Takahata, Joe Izashi, you know. Everyone that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah, no. All, all bunch Hideaki of scrubs, Ano I'm was sure. Hideaki Ano was wor- working here, you know. Nobody knows him. <laughs> yeah, uh, the so I'll, I'll get the I'll get a little bit of the summary here. It's a mo- it's a movie with just under two hours of runtime. One thousand years after the giant warriors caused an apocalyptic event known as the Seven Days of Fire, humans are living now in constant fear of the toxic jungle. It's an ever spreading forest filled with poisonous plants and gigantic monstrous insects. Even the very air is deadly. Naushka, our main character, is the kind and wise princess of a small, peaceful country known as the Valley of the Wind, which has far so far avoided the spread of the forest. One night, a large airship containing one of the giant warriors, forgive, forgive my uh, words today, crashes into the valley. The following day, soldiers from the powerful nation of Tolmechia invade the Valley of the Wind to reclaim and revive the warrior. As the only one who truly believes that there is a way for humans to live alongside the insects, Naushka must now find a way to stop the war that now threatens her people and protect the toxic jungle before the Tolmechians burn it to the ground, (laughs) or their attempt thereof. I think it's an okay summary from Anime Planet there. What uh, 
what I'd like to add is <clears throat> the the whole concept of Nazca of the Valley of the Wind is very Hal Miyazaki kind of Earth versus Man situation. We've we've gone over this with a a number of the 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 films and and TV shows that uh, Miyazaki's been involved with, namely uh, Conan, uh, the 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 TV series. Uh, shit, what was mm-hmm. the what's the full title? Um, Future Boy Conan. Future Boy Conan. Thank you. It was escaping me for the moment. Uh, yeah, it's it's very it's very much man versus earth, man versus nat- nature, however you want to uh, categorize categorize it as. And the whole the whole concept behind Nashka is living in peace and harmony. And there, throughout the film, as you're watching it, it's a constant reminder of how to live with with nature itself rather than fight against it. I find this theme to be uh, just excellent. It's just a performance of excellence uh, throughout this movie with how just simply the character Nauska is portrayed and how man itself is portrayed in this movie, where immediately it's just established of war rather than peace. There, so I, I got I got a number of themes uh, listed here, but I'm I'm curious to what. You guys think uh, maybe c- certain aspects you can add before we really dive into what this what this film uh, is. Uh, very good word creation. You don't need a lot of exposition. Everything is just laid down and through image and sound and animation sequences. It explains pretty much everything. So there isn't isn't much. There isn't much exposition, but there's so many information presented to you. It's a lot of there's show. Don't so tell. much you can, yeah. yeah, And it's great. It's amazing, and it contrasts a lot with things today, where they just stop in the middle of the se- uh, series and go, "Let me spend two episodes explaining shit to you." It's nice. It's nice when the good world building is inserted in. The- such animations. The last time I watched this movie, uh, because I just keep track of just too much shit in my daily life, was in 2015. Was the last time I watched this, and I watched this uh, this morning. I woke up a little early, put on the pot of coffee, and just sat down and watched this. And I was just really enthralled with the aspect of show don't tell, <laughs> because. Watching a lot of modern anime, uh, especially on the seasonal aspect, like you said, it's more often than not, we just get two episodes straight of exposition trying to explain this complicated universe to us or lack thereof of a complication, but they make it so. This has yeah, well, none of that. Yeah, more than modern anime is trying to sell you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, so no, if I understand. they get invested in fucking exposition, it's like, oh... By the way, download our mobile game. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah, There's I get, I get more it. that shit there. So yeah, it changed, but still, I, I it's not an excuse. Uh, a good world building and the show no tell is a universal sign of a a good and well constructed story, and it definitely get people interested no matter what. So. Uh, Hopefully one day we get more uh, like this again. Uh, maybe. But uh, I mean, like, 
I, I do agree with that. And but also just to kind of, I think it's always nice to have like a nice mix because one of the things that this movie uh, does very very well as well is like there are things that it does tell you, but it tells you in a natural way, right? Like running into the ohms, you don't get like the full spiel of what an ohm is, but you do you do get like sort of the short version in a way that feels natural. Same thing with like the gunships and whatnot when they appear, they point out what it is but not in a way that feels unnatural in normal conversation, right? It's like, what is that? Oh, that's a gunship. That appears to be a gunship coming towards us. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that sounds like a normal conversation. That's how people would talk. It's, yeah, as opposed to, like, they're seeing it for the first time and they need to explain it to the person next to them. Yep. What is that? What is oh, that is a gunship. Thing. It is from, yeah. and then it proceeds to, like, tell all about its history and everything. <laughs> well, you're just sitting there, it's like, shouldn't you run away? It's like, no, 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 hold on. Hold on, I gotta tell <laughs> I <need> you. To <laughs> expose this. <laughs> in case you forgot, you character in this universe that has seen these before. <laughs> most shows today goes around that by literally having the character be somebody who's never seen it before it's like you have to explain it because this person is from this person has literally lived under a rock their entire life they don't know what anything is anymore this is food you eat it it's good it gives <laughs> yeah. sustenance well uh, well that's more, also more than likely it's a like, character from though, another world they know <laughs> like even though they know it's a gunship it it, it sounds like they they never seen it before. It's just the conclusion, like the the logical conclusion of what is that huge thing floating, of, like flying through the sky with a bunch of guns, uh-huh. a gunship, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which nation? It doesn't matter. It's a fucking gunship coming yeah. towards us, and we we gotta help them. At least like, also- in the beginning, because for some reason, like that, for some reason, there's like larvae things eating the cockpit that wasn't really well that happens it, it lacks exposition for them to time uh which you know it's it, it, nothing is perfect you you gotta you gotta have a, a flaw in that system so a lot of things go without explanation where it could use some explanation the rules for using the gas mask is a little bit uh, lose. Sometimes they they use it. Other times they won't. Even though it's the same kind of scenario, especially in a scene where they are below the the sea of corruption. I guess that's what. Oh called. yeah, 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 yeah. The it's like yeah, oh yeah. no, it's okay. Everything is pure, and why not? Just like the air shouldn't be. <laughs> no, like uh, well, yeah. I mean that is that was essentially it's loosely explained when Noshka uh, talks about how she developed her own. Uh, her own little garden but like it's it's basically everything under the earth everything is like poisonous up until a certain point down down below under the earth so they just drop down long enough but like yeah okay so the the poison poison in the air is is lighter than the the oxygen yeah and the uh it's the fucking trees and the fucking spores up top that is is creating that um yeah. but it's so it's like uh, that's why it's fine down below but you know obviously it is what it is but yeah no yeah, it even is even though sometimes like they're just flying just mm-hmm. take off the masks like don't take off the mask it's like no it's okay hey listen to this yeah, they, you know, but it's okay yeah. it's fine it, it's not that bad yeah and the sort of thing is like as well right it sort of makes sense for the line they're towing because that's probably the most important thing for me is that they they're consistent why don't they explain why this uh, airship is being attacked well, because they don't know. 
they have no idea. They don't know what, what the fuck happened. So we don't know what the fuck happened. Right. And there's a lot of that, right? Same thing. I'm a little bit annoyed that we don't really get more knowledge on the fucking giant ass dangerous weapon. That's going to fucking destroy everything. But at the same time, it makes sense because they don't really know. They just right. know it's, it's just yeah. It's, they just know it's dangerous and it's of yeah. legend, and that's all we know. The viewer. It, and both times I see, I've seen it. Now since I've seen this two two times now, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? I want to know what that is. What that is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also like the the Miyazaki tropes that don't make a lot of sense. Why did they kill the king? Because the guy was in the bed. He couldn't move his legs. Yeah, he's like coming in and be like, he's like, well, shit, well, fucking, fucking Miyazaki hates his fucking <laughs> family. What do you expect? And then the fucking, <laughs> oh like, the fucking, the, the kind of like annoying beast talks as well. It's just like, I can't believe I felt such rage that would, that could drive me to kill. And I'm like, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe that harbor such rage with him. And I'm like, no, no, I can't. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know, I, I know we're going to just go and destroy this third civilization that probably won't affect at all our enemies. It's like, yeah, that's a Miyazaki thing. <laughs> it's like, the, the, why? why? Why why, are you just dragging this, this country that has nothing to do just because the gunships are there? Why well, don't you just attack the fucking motherland <laughs> while the fucking army is away? Why why are you gonna attack the, the actual army? Yeah. I was kind of thinking they're just like Miyazaki stuff you see on Miyazaki movies a lot. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but you know, it doesn't it's not that detrimental to the show. It's just funny things that happen for the time. Gotta gotta talk about the bads before, you know, we just go about the goods. Well, maybe uh, I have a lot of even those uh, tropes and aspects of Miyazaki himself as a director uh, you mentioned. In in this movie they're not as prominent as some other ones that will that, that I'm sure we'll cover a few more on this podcast in time. The because this was at the beginning, more beginning of his career, you know, with Cassio, Castle of Cagliostro and, and Lupin and, and then Nausicaa, and then we got uh, Ghibli later his his tropes were still kind of developing at this point in time. He hadn't he hadn't gone through most of his ideas because uh, every, everyone like hits a hits a wall at some point in time, or just goes goes back to what makes them comfortable. In this one, when I'm I, like I, th- just the themes alone and and who Nausicaa is just really hits so many levels without really doing anything other than she's just trying to save her village that she's a part of she's she's the princess of the village uh, and when okay so the the film starts and the introduction is focused around Naushka exploring the toxic everything jungle everything you need to know about the the world right that's it like yeah like, and and everything you need to know Everything that's gonna happen is like just the the first ten minutes. Yeah, like, and oh, I why really the, the huge insect is so fucking huge and so strong. Well, sh- sh- they showed the, like the shell. Yeah, and how like it, it's impossible to break, and they use like they they make all the the crafting out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do. That don't fucking matter at all to the movie whatsoever at any point. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's one to, thing. Except you explain why the fuck you don't mess with the huge insects. Mm. When Miyazaki does all of his movies, he, to me, is a master of these kinds of openings. 
be like and it really makes me kind of look back on some other anime that I've watched and we just don't really get these kinds of openings anymore. It's it's very it's very much different style and it's I don't want to say it's old school because we still see movies to this day come out and they establish the world, the atmosphere and even a lot of uh character motivations and who they are. Uh, much like this, uh, and we'll st- I'll stick with Nausicaa as as what's happening here is she's gli- she's gliding through the air, being one with nature itself, as she enters the forest, and she comes she she slowly goes through the forest. There's insects around her. She's not fighting them. She's just kind of walking by them. They leave her alone, and she comes across the massive shell of the ohm, the 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 giant insect that ravages the earth uh that y- you in what happens is she can't pierce the shell but she gets to its eye and she uses a little bit of gunpowder so it's like okay now we've established kind of the technology of this world like this is where we're at in a way she and then she just sits there and looks at the spores falling down on her as she's under the the ohm's eye shell, which she establishes is very light, kind of a different aspect of the ohm's uh, 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 characteristics of what this creature is. And she just lays there as it falls, as the spores fall on her like snow. And what do you, what kind of feeling do you get when snow falls? Very, very peaceful and quiet environment. And then bang on a dime everything changes you hear a gunshot so there you got you got man being established now in this in this world and she rushes to the top she steps on a massive insect where the insects is like oh bro that what the fuck but it doesn't attack her she apologizes she gets to the top she sees now an ohm chasing a dude and she's now wanting to save her fellow man, but not in the aspect that you as a, as a human would think to preserve yourself. Your instinct is to then fight back. Her instinct is to try to stop the ohm peacefully, where she essentially flashbangs it and then tells it to go back to the forest. And the ohm is established as this huge, massive creature that if you attack it, uh, it'll develop this uncontrollable rage. But then... Because of the way Nashka fights it back, she fights it back in a peaceful way. And it establishes that the Ohm can be, I guess, reasoned with in its own in its own weird way. Uh, not to mention all the clothes and aspects of the world during this chase, where as soon as you exit the forest, it's like desert. So they have a desert gear. They got the mask so they don't breathe in the spores, because they establish if you breathe it in, in five minutes you'll... Uh, You'll you'll essentially de- rot from the inside out because of what the toxic jungle is, and the guy watching her says like things under his breath rather than talking to her. He just goes, "What an amazing ability she has." <laughs> uh, and then and then and then and then, and then, and then one, special. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, you establish she's yeah. special and different. And finally, the last like kind of uh, intro of the scene is he gives her a small uh, creature a fox squirrel and it's it's in it in this uh, uh char- characteristic of rage and then when it comes across Nauska, Nauska says calm down you're just angry bites her and she just looks at her and then immediately the creature then realizes she is not a threat and then licks the wound he just gave her it's all so good i love this intro so much i could watch it over and over and over again 
Uh, would have been funnier if she would have gotten rabies. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, that is, yeah, if we're doing a comedy here, he just goes, all right, now we got to treat that, make sure you're not going to fucking die from rabies. Lockjaw situation. <laughs> That's it. Movie is 10 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it just cuts, and then she died for, from infection. <laughs> to be fair, though, let's be real here. She should have. Oh. <laughs> So I feel so harsh. I mean, it's like even that ending, it's kind of like probably like I'm not gonna go too much into it yet, but like in the ending, it's just that is one of those things that I kind of dislike about a lot of movies. It's just like, mm, okay, say so we're pulling that route. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I I uh I I, I, lo- I, lo- I lo- done, but I don't like it. I'm not that positive of a person. <sighs> yeah. Pessimistic Tori over here. She should have fucking died. Ah, the outrage. She should have fucking died. I'm... She should have fucking died. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get it to that. It was we'll impressive. Her body was intact. <laughs> yeah. I mm, I could see it going I mean, both come ways. On, I don't. I don't mind the. I don't mind yeah, either no, any situation. Just, just you know, go stand in front of a train and see if when it hits you, your body will stay in one piece. <laughs> And then a giant, a giant insect will come back and revive you. I mean, this is yeah, a post-apocalyptic universe they're in. Every everything has its own rules. Uh, yeah, so, especially the happy ending rule. Yeah, uh, yes. I want a happy ending. You, you evil people, you. I mean, it just it kind of contradicts itself a little bit with what they've established as well. You know, the whole like thing. Yeah. yeah, whatever, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I, I like I like Miyazaki happy endings. It feels like he just wrote it because he someone told him to. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not. It's not the intended. Like, every it, it happens yeah. every single fucking show he makes has like this ending where it's like, yeah, and then and then they died. He's like, but like. Kids will watch it. It's like, yeah, they gotta, they gotta learn how life works. Sometimes, sometimes people die. Like, yeah, but like, but like, that's not, that's not good. Cool fine, okay, fine. The giant insect will revive her. Whatever that happens in Totoro, <laughs> happens in Monoloke Hime. <laughs> like every single one. It's like, and then they died. They're like, dude, we talked about that. Yes, like, come on. We talked about that. People don't want it. Fine. 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 Take leave. Whatever. Leave me alone. I'm going to retire. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. that's the last drop. I'm retiring. Walks out the door. It's like, he'll be back. He'll be, he'll be back. <laughs> Ten seconds later, it's like, I have a new, I have a new idea for a movie. There we go. Welcome. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and this is and that. It's like nice. We're gonna give you the money for this. Yeah, and everyone dies in the end. Come on, Miyazaki. We just we just had a talk. <laughs> like every single every single show is like this. It has like that feeling that the happy ending is not something he would want to do <laughs> because it's so tragic all the time. Uh, the, the little ending at the very ending, and then something happens magical, Ghibli magic, just like Disney magic. Oh. And everyone is happy, and everyone is well, except the ones who just died in the process. Just like Portal. Yeah. <laughs> just like Portal. The okay, so the themes, the prominent themes: uh, anti-war, uh, environment, environmental uh, preservation, uh, value of life, 
regardless of uh uh regardless of nationality uh, nationality creature yeah all that uh Naushka, so i this was on i was looking through like wikipedia and other people's reviews and seeing what they thought some of the themes were wikipedia uh points out that there is no evil portrayed in the film i don't agree with that there's definitely uh, yeah yeah there's de- there's definitely evil portrayed in the film in this especially in the sense of the invading the invading forces like themselves yeah. the, the, I mean, na- yeah, the naive the, the naivety of I, man I, I didn't understand like they don't they don't see themselves as evil well the only, they, evil the, the, the only evil guy is the one that who shot the fucking king wasn't bad like <laughs> that, that is the only evil guy on that movie i guess Hey, it's just kind of morally question, but like it's it's then again it's I don't know I still feel like well, it's, it's one of those like, things like, it's like the like evil say, like, is look. kind of established as like it's more I don't know rather than evil I guess scared or ignorant is like one of those things like listen the best way for us to make the most out of this situation is to make sure that no one else can overtake us so we have to take them over we have to take them out first well yeah okay like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so so what one of the big driving. Uh, motivations in this movie is indeed fear, right? The the invading mm-hmm. the invading nation fears the forest. It fears the ohms and their overwhelming power and numbers. They fear that uh, man, uh, uh, like her, their fellow man, will fight their ideals. So greed comes into into that. There's there's the there there's a heavy aspect of man being naive to the power of nature. You must respect it. You you can't you can't fight what the uh, we what the earth that just a little fire is enough. <laughs> yeah, just a little fire. It's just fine. Uh, it's such a like. I mean, it's a good quote. It's like fire is so powerful, and a lot of a little fire, a lot of fire can burn down even entire forest. We learned that just a little fire is enough. Like, yeah, man. that was a good line. He's, yeah, he's yeah, he's just kind of in the huddle position, going little fires fine. <laughs> like, one of those things again, where it's like, man, this is the sort of shit that only works in movies. Because yeah. if somebody said that to you in real life, you would go, you just go, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, or you look at him, you raise an eyebrow, and you go, this guy, <laughs> you're that guy. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, damn it, we're gonna need you torch the whole forest. Yeah, races won't like it. I was like, well, <laughs> uh, well, shit. It de- it's okay. It'll grow. It'll grow. Eventually. There's definitely this aspect over Nausicaa and her character as this benevolent being, where she is. She is this martyr of 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 human of humanity. Maybe they lean into that a little too much, but that's, I mean, that's kind of the whole just point of like her. Just like the yeah. legend. Just oh. like the ancient legend. Tell me what my blind eyes can't see. She's <laughs> legendary. She's golden. <laughs> she like, is God itself of nature. <laughs> Fuck, man. What the hell did we, why did we exit like peace, n- nature loving, and just fucking entered like, I don't know, a cult or some shit? What happened? <laughs> I had forgotten how action packed this movie is from from the point where the invading nation comes all the way to to the end. It is there's so little downtime, and the only downtime that there is is just a 
it's just a transition period to set up the next just super long action scene. The amount of animation in this movie is is just incredible. <laughs> uh, one thing that I really appreciate as well is like I love how like you know um, obviously Miyazaki is a big a big fan of planes. One thing I love is like the uh, the Tomekins uh, like gunships. Mm-hmm. They're fucking giant. Oh, they're huge. But I love unnecessarily the fucking, I, large. <laughs> I, yeah, but that's exactly it. I love that they're unnecessarily large. But that is exactly it. They're there to establish a presence of dominance, but right. they're flimsy as fuck. Yeah, they go they down super easily. So easily. But it's like it's, it's one of those things because it's kind of not, it's kind of cool because it fits into the whole Tomekian uh, thing where it's like they are they are playing at being like big, all powerful fucking people who are coming to save the world or whatever fuck they're doing by destroying the poisonous forest. But like, they show that by fucking having these giant airships that are fucking taking up a lot of space and they're really domineering and oppressive, but fucking one bullet and they're down. They can't, they can't handle it. They're, they're flimsy as fuck. <laughs> the small gunships are better because they, they are at least harder to hit. Yeah, the Bajit <laughs> gunships. Hmm. I dig that. I really yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. Especially like the Yupa, Lord Yupa, the fight scenes. <laughs> yeah. They're really cool. I love how everybody just ditches the gun when he comes. It's like, okay, fuck it. We're fighting this man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's fucking Lord Yupa. You can't mess with him. He's got a, he's got two swords, bitch. <laughs> I know, but like everybody has guns and he just shows up and it's like, everybody throws their gun away and pulls out the sword. It's like, all right, close quarters combat it is. <laughs> who would, who, like, who, someone who, just shoot the man. Yeah. Who would win in a fight? Lord Yupa or... Oh, let's throw Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. <laughs> Ah, oh, Lord Yupa would just wreck his ass. <laughs> Have you seen that man's him. beard? He'd slit his throat before he'd be able to, like, power up or breathe or any shit. <laughs> right? He would, right? Yeah. Lord Yupa, don't Dude, fuck around. They, they, they established the fucking duels and, and swords are made of the Om. Extremely hard and extremely sharp, if done properly, Shell. I mean, he stopped the fucking the thing with his arm. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that guy has fucking steel muscles. Dude's a beast. Love Lord Yupa. Hit that moment where he lands on the airship and he's got the swords in his in his arms in that cross position. He's got the long one and the short one. And mm-hmm. all those dudes on the plane just go, oh fuck. <laughs> That's Lord Yupa. Get him, <laughs> everyone swarm him. Hero if you can defeat him. Get him. <laughs> I, I just I, I also love that he fucking just fights one, fucking disarms one, pushes him against the wall with a fucking knife against his throat, and he's like, just turns to him, he's like I suggest you fall back. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like, oh man. <laughs> you, you got it, Yupa. <laughs> Man's being a badass here. He's not even going to kill him. He just tells him to fall back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I love Yupa. The, okay. But what's, what's our opinion over the, the other princess, the leader, the leader of the Telmechians? Because she's an interesting Shana? character to kind of break down. I, I guess. Like, if, if an insect ate my arm, I would be really pissed. I'm gonna lie. Arm and legs. And whoever's lucky enough to be her husband will get to see way worse. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is that where we're going here? <laughs> I mean, that, that is a line. I thought that was fucking funny. Yeah. But um, it's like, I don't yeah, know. I forgot about that line. 
right. It's weird. It's kind of weird. Like, she is... She is quite definitely driven by fear. Mm-hmm. It's quite obvious. But, I don't know. I don't find her that interesting apart from that. It's like, it's kind of like interesting. She's been through some shit. And she's fucking down for revenge and <laughs> acting based on fear and just trying to take matters into her own hands and shit like that and doesn't really trust anyone not even not even her own country it's like do they know no don't let them know it's like all right cool like <laughs> <laughs> fucking all right cool and at the end of the day i mean i guess you can say she technically saved everyone by waking up the giant the giant beast too early the dangerous weapon so i mean you know and that in that yeah. sense kind of kind of worked out but yeah and yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I mean they gave us some they gave some yeah they she gave us a, a nice animation with a rotten giant that's for sure that was yeah. really cool mm-hmm. so like there's nothing much uh she's just doing her best i guess and i, I think i can appreciate that we we just like oh yeah the fucking Tomekans they try to establish power and position and power and everything else and she's definitely the best at it. With the armor and the missing arm. So yeah, I would say she's a very good character. She can do something that no other character in this movie can. Well, to me, she's the antithesis to everything Naushka is. Uh they both grew up they both grew up in um essentially a male dominated dominated world because humanity has reverted back to you know strength and power man over woman kind of situation and i mean the i thought the the show the the show the movie does a good job mostly establishing how she had to act out of cruelty uh out of self-preservation because her own like brothers wanted to kill her (laughs) to take the throne so she basically had to become a man herself dons the the armor and she never takes it off like everything to hide the fact that she's a woman and while and she has just just vindictive personality to her where she it's all about preservation of man in her mind so yeah it's not inherently evil but because we have the Naushka character that is the complete opposite where everything is is through peace it, it, it's 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 a she's super interesting to me in that aspect because of the other characters in the movie Yeah, again, it's something that only her can do. Right. So it's definitely interesting in that regard. Because then, you know, the other faction is Oswell, the little the, the boy. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do much aside having internal conflicts about what he should do. <laughs> which but is she showed very, me. She showed me the thing. As well. <laughs> she showed me the forest underneath the quicksand. <laughs> Come on, you don't understand. There's air there. You can breathe. Look, when I when I when I look at her, my heart goes doki doki there. That's my PP goes doki doki. My PP my PP goes doki doki there. She's cute. Okay, I'm gonna betray my country now. <laughs> well, come on. Yeah, and then now like, now the fucking... Nausicaa is a beautiful beautiful woman. Like That's she, true. she is, and... she is very much portrayed as the like the most beautiful creature in the universe. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. Like the, the, the you know I'm right. There's like 
Those motherfuckers destroyed our country, but we are alive. And how are we going to destroy the Valley of the Wind? <laughs> JD, what did you have to say? They really must pretend like the, that's the most beautiful thing in the world. Now I'm just picturing that scene where the fucking girl is taking her place to help Nausicaa escape. And fucking Nausicaa just turned around. Are you sure she will be okay? And now I can fucking only picture that like a mean spirit away. It's like, are you sure she's good looking enough to take my place? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that would be such a good and like that would break the care. I know that would break the character without repair, but holy shit, that would be such a good line. But she's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't fit her at all. Come on. The soldiers so will immediately see right through this. What are we doing? Noshka is the best human being to ever exist, but she still has is a little bit narcissistic about it. <laughs> since she's a princess. So from time to time she just strike with that shit. <laughs> We're inadvertently coming up with the great, the greatest overtime. Well, yeah, I guess it's it's not so much that it's just uh, it's just modern tropes. Like we yeah. real watching it. So when when we see this old show, like all right, what about if she she does this and this and that, which is a normal modern trope to anime nowadays not even just a normal modern trope i'm just saying it's like we're slowly coming up with the best fucking parody of this show or movie so that's that's going to be our next stretch goal guys we're gonna one day we're gonna make the parody of noska <laughs> with big tits and no censoring <laughs> i don't think that's a parody but okay <laughs> hey, 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 it counts as a parody. I guess it does. Anything okay. counts as a parody today. <laughs> yeah. Gonna uh, release on fucking parody. <laughs> okay, so I got. So skipping to kind of the ending scene here, uh, the ending battle, if you will, where they're where the uh, Telmechians have captured a baby ohm. They've freaking speared this thing and are carrying it, leading just thousands upon thousands of these giant ohms uh, in a rage to the Acid Lake area, which is an interesting just kind of region of the world that they're in. And I mean, obviously, the major flaw of this plan is, well, there's hundreds of thousands of these suckers. They're massive. And you have one rotted uh, apocalyptic soldier from the past that's... What it fired two shots before it melted because they released it too early. Yeah, yeah. but isn't it the isn't it the Bajits that's uh, taking it because they're trying to stop the, yeah, uh, the, the revival Bajits. of the uh, yeah they're trying to stop the revival the, of the the Tomekins is like ah oh, shit fuck we gotta <laughs> we gotta do something. Well, right, I mean it's still Kushana in, in charge of it all. Like it's listening to her, right? The giant is uh, yeah. the baby, not the giant. Yes, but the baby, they, they, the, they the lost, baby they lost the baby. The, oh no, no, no! Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking about the baby. I'm talking about just yeah. the last, the 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 final stand of trying no, no. to. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why I'm saying it's like that's where that's where she pretty much inadvertently saves everything because I mean like she awakens the giant the the fucking weapon too early and it melts away. So yay she saved everyone yeah Question mark. yeah it's an oops moment <laughs> i love i love how everybody's like no you can't do it it's too early it's like what if not now then when and i'm just like fair point however <laughs> i don't think that's how this works and it sure as hell wasn't no and now i'm sitting here looking at this awesome melting animation of this thing and the only thing that's running through my mind is like okay but like can somebody please explain to me what the fuck this thing is because like jesus christ i want to know it looks so interesting <laughs> What is it? Right, it's half melted, but like, geez, what is this cannon in his mouth? 
Is it a bee? Is it living or is it fucking? What is this? Yeah. It's a big, it's, it's, like a, it's a giant question. Weapon. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a straight up bio weapon. It's pretty awesome. Seems like it. Yeah. So my, que- I mean, my, my biggest question was, what did she think was going to happen when she revived it early? And then why is the baby Ohm not in a rage itself or at least in a state of panic while it's being trugged through the air with spears in its body? Uh, well, I mean, it is after it gets released. That's why, kind of, you know, right. <laughs> push it Put, off yeah, right into the off. fucking into the sea of acid. Which, once again, for fuck's sake. Well, I mean, that scene standing in acid. Yeah, but that scene alone, like she collapses, then the ohm heals her leg. Like it establishes it the healing power yeah. of the ohm. And uh, one thing we did skip over. Which is kind of important leading to the end. A is, lot of things we skipped over. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot. We can we can talk about this movie for hours, uh, <laughs> truthfully. But uh, when when they fur when when there's the the airship battle and they crash into a, a a lake in the toxic forest area, and there's Kushana, a uh, number of villagers that were voluntarily taken hostage, <laughs> as, as their words. Yeah. This is kind of funny. They're in an ohm nest, and there's like, whoa, let's say six of them, six of these giant suckers. And Naushka's like, uh, do not fight these things, do not uh, fire your gun. And one of the giant ohms has its little tentacles in the front, and it engulfs her in uh, this like healing light. And it kind of sends her into a purgatory state of kind of zen like being, which is kind of cool. And so these two scenes put together are very important to how the final scene ends up where Naushka is, she clearly has a, some sort of peaceful connection to the Ohm and how they, what? Okay. Question. She saved one. Excuse me? She saved one. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I should laughs> say well, everybody's just like, give it to me. She's like, no, go back inside the tree and hide. And I, I don't know. It's just a baby. I'm not those, doing anything. This is one of those shortcomings for me, where it's like I feel like that needed a little bit more because, like, it doesn't really do much. It's like it, she's friends with the thing, and she wants to live in harmony with it. Yeah, we know that already. That's already been established. Well, okay. Like, my, I, my question is to you guys: What is the actual role of the Ohm? Who, like, who are the Ohm? What are they exactly? What is their what is their purpose in this toxic world and healing earth that they're establishing? It's like Twitter. They are what's like Twitter? A plot point. They are plot point. Yeah, you said. Um, and what I what are their their uh, what are their role in this toxic world? And I was just ha, just like Twitter. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <I was> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, continue. <laughs> no, you got me with that. That's Their plot point. Like, the ohms don't don't observe any ruling. You don't think so? Uh, I don't think so. They stampede their rage. They are... Right. They have two, like, they have mystical powers, dude. Just, they do. just, uh, they, oh, they have a fucking mental connection. You tell the tentacle, that's okay. Oh, they established Noska is a good person because she doesn't have rage inside of her because, you know, they read her mind, I guess, with the fucking tentacles. That, that's okay. Oh, the tentacles can, can heal. Well, that's fine as well. Oh, they can revive people. Oh, that, okay, that's fine. Cool. Amazing. 
So nice. it's not going to go extinct. Yeah, and no, I kind of agree with that. Like, I mean, was it Obama that, that, that like <laughs> Miyazaki yeah. looking at the spreadsheet? What do I need yeah. in this movie to fix this? Revival. Revival. Okay. Oh, fuck. No, I like, it's one of the things, like, what is it that Obama calls him? Like, the fucking, like, the, like, they, like, act on nature's rage or whatever the fuck. I don't fucking remember. They're like the protectors of the forest, but simultaneously they act on nature's rage or whatever. Fuck, it's like, yeah, it's kind of, it's a point. They, they, they are there to be the obstacle when needed. They are there to show that, you know, nature's all right. If you don't provoke them, they won't do anything to you, which is absolute bullshit. Fucking. <laughs> that Weather. isn't true at all to how nature works, <laughs> but all right. <laughs> um, and yeah, nah, generally just, there, there, yeah, there, there, isn't, there isn't much of a deep conversation and analysis of what this giant cockroach they is. They are, they are a couple of, un, they are a couple of un, uh, unsavory tentacle movements away from being very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. To me, and I thought about this a lot, was. The the Ohm's characteristics have a lot of representations that you can interpret from from the tentacles to the uh, to the shell, uh, the, how their eyes are are changing from blue to red. It's I mean it's very obvious what th- those are, but um, and even like the 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 spear like feet in its front that that dry that dry. It's so the tentacles represent. To me, it's more peaceful nature, while the the spear-like feet are its are what represents kind of danger with the ohms more than anything. The aspect of the ohms I find the most interesting is my interpretation, uh, more or less, is they are the middle connection between nature and man. Like you, where man went wrong in uh, being with nature, in come the Ohm, where now they are nature's protector, and anytime man screws up again, that's when the Ohm show up to with their immense size, power, and numbers, much like how an invading man force would would become. I mean, that's just in man's nature. Uh, so to say the so where 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 so there there's a scene where you can clearly see man on one end the ohm in the middle and then nature behind them the forest and when Nauska has her moments with the ohm there's always that space in between where it's essentially man or humanity communicating with the with the i guess gatekeeper you could kind of say and it's it's almost like it's it's their approval or disapproval in what you're currently doing and when you get to that final scene of Nauska essentially sacrificing herself saving such a creature and them in turn saving her it really brings home to me the fact that uh, clearly, the Ohm are these these misunderstood creatures, and it's so much built on fear because of many aspects of their characteristics, rather than 
what Nausicaa keeps going through with them is their blue eyes. They're, they're something that was established at the beginning with its eye being so so light and important and, and a peaceful nature to her. And her the, the, the Ohm's tentacles in essentially building this golden garden of peace and tranquility uh, around her. And then when she is saved and she's kind of floating on the tentacles and dancing in essentially like a golden cornfield or, or what have you, uh, I guess, cat of nine tails. <laughs> fulfilling the prophecy. Fulfill, yeah, the, the goofy f- fulfilling the prophecy lines uh, aside, where this is where the ohms, nature, and humanity all kind of wrap into one existence and it creates this just seemingly uh, beautiful landscape that we can all agree with kind of uh, situation as you're watching it. It's like that is beauty in itself. It's it's the ohms, the the gold the the golden aspect of of what the color represents, and Dauska herself and her characteristics that surround her. It's to me, it all kind of comes together nicely in that moment in how I keep interpreting interpreting each and every aspect of the characteristics of ohms, humanity, and nature in this movie. That was. Way too deep. <laughs> well, uh, that I mean, I, I went into a lot of thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Nah. Protectors of the forest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, giant, giant, giant insects who can revive people if they like, want I don't, to. I, I don't even see that. Like, you, you, Hickey, you, you said they're giant cockroaches. I don't even see them that way. To me, they're more like... Uh, it was a joke. I, I know, I know, but... Like even even so, but your mind went to cockroach as as the joke. I I see them kind of yeah. as the uh, cicadas, if you will. They even look look a lot like cicadas. And what do cicadas do? They they crop up out of nature every what like three decades, just about, and they shed their shells and then go back into the earth until they're able to revive again. And that's that's seemingly what what no what no no what hold on, I don't think. <laughs> I think you you missed some biology classes. <laughs> I'm not saying they they actually uh, c- like come cicadas, back to life. Cicadas, right? yeah, no, cicadas they they stay in the ground buried and then they come out. They go through the last stage of metamorphosis. They shed their the shells from time to time to keep growing. Then they sing. They fuck. They lay eggs and they die. Yes, I, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> I'm more talking about okay. the, the, the it's more like oh yeah, you know they kind of they sink a little bit and they go and bury themselves <laughs> again. It's like hold on a second, and but you say like you said, yeah, they sing, they fuck it. Oh yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. But even even in the movie, they each time the the tentacles keep embracing Nausicaa and everything. They start there's the singing aspect of them. Yeah, come on. Oh yeah, and they fuck. Yes. <laughs> Please no. The precursor to tentacle. Uh, no, not really. Like, I go. I guess I go to cockroaches because everyone keeps trying to kill cockroaches. They're just there. They don't do harm to anyone. So what you're saying is we need and everyone. Everyone just acts out of fear world. of everyone. Acts of fear. Like, what if the fucking thing flies on me? It's like, yeah. Well, you just take it off you. So we need the most dangerous so weapon humanity has ever seen to eradicate cockroaches. Bygone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they see God. it. But anytime we see a cicada, we're like, oh, look at them. They're... Oh, look at them. They never fucking shut up during summer. Holy shit. 
I just, I just want to sleep. <laughs> oh, great. Their, their shitty shells are just everywhere now. Oh. <laughs> it's just the same as the old. Bro. God, I remember, I remember in elementary school, there were, there were times when we'd uh, go to all the trees around the school and they'd give us all brown paper bags and pick all the shells off the trees. It was like a little game they'd, they'd have us play. Jokes on you. They were making you clean up. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trees? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Out of cicada shells? Yeah. Huh. Huh? Interesting culture. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you, why would you go? Oh, yeah, let's just clean the forest. Out of the natural shit there's there. They go, nice. Well, there's yeah. no forest in, in, my, in, in my the the forest is not in my elementary school. <laughs> oh, my elementary school had a forest. So. Oh, interesting yeah. uh, culture you got there in Brazil. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it was a city pork that was preserved forest. Yeah, so, you nothing, know, nothing really just, of we just go there, than, but they they now say, yeah, you know, let's just get this just go get some plants yeah now nah, my branches, my elementary school is like walking distance to a major highway <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> same well there's no forest it's the most it's important lot fucking of avenue of my city but hey <laughs> we know we, we like preserving forests yeah. i guess I mean, I guess same here as well. Anyway, like, we, 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 we going, we're going for this. Let's go back to Noshka. Nah, we're done with Noshka. Oh, we're done okay. with Noshka? Okay. <laughs> she gets revived. Oh, like that one. Uh, she does get uh, revived. Yeah, she tries to stop the ohm. And she's like, I, just, I, I laughed a lot, by the way. Not gonna lie. That was the best part of the movie. I just she, started she laughing so much. I cried. Over, which is pretty pretty because sick. It, it, yeah she she goes with the the little child home and it's put in front of the horde <laughs> i'm like you know what yeah they're gonna stop this stampede <laughs> and then everything will be fine it's okay and then both of them just got ram over <laughs> i was like geez they didn't stop for the fucking child they yeah, were they they got a shit. but picky they were blind with rage <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, I love that. That's so fucking. Hilarious. I started laughing so much, and then yeah. when I realized she fucking died, I started laughing even harder. What if? It was what such if? A dumb part, what if she was then... turned into a fucking puddle of blood? Yes, that would have been <laughs> movie <laughs> over. Even every even humanity dies. That would have been a crazy ending. What if? What if the I'm alternate ending? Humanity should have died. I'm just saying. <laughs> she got fucking yeeted, man. Yeah, she got she got thrown over the ohms, and the ohms are fucking absolutely massive units, like what Genstorf buildings are shit. Let it in, but stepped on repeatedly. Like fucking, there shouldn't be anything left. Yeah, no. She should have returned to the earth, (laughs) as we all do. See, there's your nature, Diane. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. what if, what if you suspend your disbelief and the body's fine? And what what if the what if the alternate ending was she does indeed die? You still get the tentacle scene, and instead of her dancing on, it's her corpse being floated along the golden tentacles, and that's when you get you get all your goofy little lines. What if, what if that's the ending? She still dies, but you still get kind of every everything about that ending. Kind of weird. Yeah, I think I think it would be oh, honestly would be would be better <laughs> not gonna Maybe. lie i i thought that that what was gonna happen 
<laughs> and then she she woke it, up. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, 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 okay. I guess she should wake up now. Yeah, the, 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 the Elm's got, the the got crazy just healing powers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> it's a cockroach just like them. Nothing can kill her. Uh, right. Nice. She's, more, like, she's more in tune with nature and the Elm's than one thinks. She is an actual cockroach. Infecting yeah. only, people with only, her positivity my, and peace. Ah, it's my disgusting. Thing is just kind of like it. It kind of defeats the pro, uh, the point, Brad, because like I don't think she needs to survive to have that any. Because I mean, the fucking the, the giant weapon dies, melts. Mm-hmm. It's fine. They eventually, the are, they eventually the calm, calm down. Yeah, they calm down. It's like yeah, sure. They collect. They fucking gather around her body, like. Everybody's just poking her, waiting to see. It's like, are you gonna do something? But like, <laughs> it's it's one of those things. Like, I feel like you can still have that same ending, where it's like, eh, yeah, sure, we'll be more like ultimate sacrifice type deal. But you still kind of get that. It's like, yeah, you have to pay the price for everything that's happened, you know. Instead of like being like, and then for whatever reason, she got revived. Everything is fine now. That whole thing that we said about the forest expanding, we don't give a shit about that anymore. Fucking. The world is dying. Nobody cares. And uh, yeah. Bye. It's like, okay, cool. Amazing. Amazing ending. It's, that's, yeah, no, that's my, that's my biggest complaint about this movie in general. It's just the ending. I feel like it, it got a bit Disney there at the end, a bit too Disney for my liking. I wouldn't have mind the alternate yeah. ending I laid out, but I, I still didn't. I, I like the happy ending after all, all this despair throughout the movie. Like yeah, I, you make me smile. That's fine. I'm 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 okay with a little Disney in my life. Not everything needs to be. Although, ah, I won't even say it's okay. I think I've said hey, my I, I, just, I, I've said my piece. It's not over so the much. Movie. It's not so much the the revival. It's just the yeah everything. <laughs> the the sequence. It's way too absurd. Like she getting rammed over. She flew up like five storages in the air she hit the ground really fucking hard she got stepped on by a bunch of giant ass cockroaches she was her body was intact (laughs) there's not a lot of like time dilatation or i'm gonna say time cues to understand or perceive how much time it passed since she was rammed over to the arms coming down but apparently it was a lot of time because they had to stop they had to every single arm look at where she was so probably at least 30 minutes for every of, of those things happening <laughs> breaking that down so she's been she's been dead for 30 minutes and the arms are like ah the arms probably fought for like more 10 minutes like shit we fucked up it's okay let's just use our our trump cards sorry and, my man. <laughs> yeah and then the revival and then the prophecy thing on top of that mm. so it, it it it's the whole sequence <laughs> if, it, if it was only the revival that's okay like if they pick the fucking pieces and just reconstruct her <laughs> i guess it would be more acceptable than it, like you see all of her slipping, dismembered body parts and everything beauty. and they're all like, like yeah, they're all like this, connected this it back together beauty. yeah <laughs> or like the fucking little home child fuses with her or some shit like gives like gives like a, a own or all the ohms kind of give their life force usually you still have like the 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 equal exchange 
so they sacrifice their lives to save her or some shit, that would be fine as well. She's like, kind of, nah. Yeah, it is. Uh, like it's, again, very, it's like a Sleeping Beauty kind of thing. Even if I'm going to suspend my disbelief enough to say that, even when she fell down between the ohm, no one stepped on her. Which, no, no, that didn't happen. But okay, let's just pretend that that, like, still... It all fucking like I mean, right, just fine. the force of she, the fucking pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She revived. <laughs> she's been dead for a while. You know what? At least give her some fucking brain damage. <laughs> she's been dead for a while. All right. No, she should no. have some brain damage. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, but maybe the Om can fucking cure as well. I probably can, but like that's kind of my biggest problem. It's just the fucking like, hey, we have healing power because nature. I'm just like, no, no. No, <laughs> no, you don't go back, go back underground. <laughs> All right, and then also the also the ending with the with a tree like growing on the on the bottom of the the sea of like the the sea of the gay. I was like, well, that's useless. <laughs> <laughs> What that she's gonna do? It's gonna grow up, go through the the fucking uh, C.O.D.K. floor and die out of the poison. That's cool. Yeah, it's just all those things. It was a little bit of a weird, a little bit of a weird ending, but you know what? It's it's fine. You can poke fun at it. It's not the, the type of type of ending that will just absolutely destroy the entertaining the movie provides, and you can poke a lot of fun at it, like we're doing right now. So that's a okay on my book. So my final thoughts over Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is uh, it remains one of my most favorite anime movies of all time. It's up there as one of my uh, highest regarded, even from an uh, just a, a direct directorial critical perspective, one of the greatest works I've seen. I have nothing but really a lot of good things to to say about it as you've heard on this podcast uh it should be no shock i i give this a masterpiece uh, 10 out of 10 type score on mal my enemy list i i don't find many many flaws with it like at all it's as near perfect as i've ever seen who's next Miyazaki's proud of you <laughs> yeah. is he though yeah <laughs> no no it's no not. he's dead he calls me up uh uh almost monthly just like, God oh, damn it, damn. what a great review you had. Yeah. Dude, you <laughs> yeah. should fucking give, send him over to his son every once in a while. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he talks more to you than his own son, I guess. Look, fact, yeah. I ask about him all, all the time. I was like, so uh, what's your son up to? He's like, ah, I'll talk to that guy. <laughs> what's your son up to? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Do, do you call what him? A failed director like a junior, he is. Just reflect on him? <laughs> he only leaves me with disappointment. I, I hear he lives in Nagoya these days or something. I don't know. <laughs> What is he up to? I don't know. Doesn't he literally work at your company? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, Just no, I don't send know. him pictures of you hanging out of Miyazaki. <laughs> Just <fight> <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hideo Keanu does. Um, but nah, uh, like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed Oscar. It's a good movie. It's definitely a well-crafted movie. Like I've talked before when we've talked about the Ghibli movies. I know this isn't technically Ghibli, but you know, Miyazaki, Takahata. Yeah, I mean, it's the the Ghibli crowd. Yeah, it's the Ghibli crew. It's just 
big, so big, big game. Some <laughs> yeah. Right. So back in the day when Miyazaki was a not a jaded old man, but a young jaded old man. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like it's there are parts of it that I don't really appreciate that much. I'm not I'm not the nature loving guy. I mean, kind of, but not like this. Also, rewatching it, I'm a little bit annoyed because I'm so fucking sick and tired of my own green party right now. They're being a little bit annoying. So all the fucking like nature is awesome. And I'm just there, like, oh my god, not this again. <laughs> we need to find. We need to. We need to save the cockroaches. It's like, god damn. Fucking shut the fuck up. I'm so sick and tired of this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, nah, it's. Um, but it's definitely a good movie. I enjoy myself. I poke fun at stuff here and there. It's a good. It's got some good visual storytelling. It says a lot without having to say something, and the things that they say, it does say in a fucking in a reasonable way that is passed through actual conversation, rather than you know somebody tapping the main character or whatever on the shoulder and being like, "Here, let me explain this to you," because you are you are fucking one IQ and you don't understand. Um, so you know, I, I appreciate those things. It's it's fun. It's not one of my favorite movies though, and I yeah, I give it a seven. It's it's good. I wouldn't give it much. Clearly, you hate it. Yeah, Yeah, such a low score, dude. Man, I'm just Miyazaki. Man, I don't like Miyazaki. Fuck, man. (laughs) Yeah, I hate nature. Seven out of ten. (laughs) And the humans involved with it. (laughs) Seven out of ten. Too much nature. The plot points are a little bit too obvious, Uh, but it's well crafted. The music's really good. The mixing is really good. The voice acting is very fairly... Yeah, depending on the character. Depending on the character is fairly good. Um, animation, uh, quite stellar. There's nothing really wrong with it. Um, some design, The designs are fine, although they bounce a lot between extremely refined and extremely simple. Mm. <laughs> so sometimes the same... The same country, I guess, because you know, I have thirty countries. The same country will have different types of technology with different design concepts, and that, that kind of bothers me. <laughs> so you know, you have like the 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 evil ones, with, uh, that the invading force with the huge ass, very technological looking. That show from the Brazilian Empire invading people, gunships, and they have like muskets, <laughs> and they look like just old muskets. <laughs> and those kind of things kind of bother me. Inconsistency in in designs, uh, but you know that's nothing very really major. The ending is, you know, a thing of its own. Doesn't look like they intending anything. <laughs> I just feel like somewhat forced me as like to to make a happy story when he wasn't wasn't feeling it but you know it it is okay there's a lot of just useless characters and useless characters motivations that don't come into fruition at all like the Kshana's what helper the soldier guy and it's like, man, it's finally my time to shine. He, he never had his time to shine. And I was like, okay, that was that okay. I guess I suck to be you. Princess is alive. Fuck my plan now. 
kind of <laughs> left in the air. Just the, up on world domination like that. He's like, all right, it's my time to take over. The, returns. All right, I'm done. All right, sorry, never mind. I was just guarding the fort when you were out, princess. And it's like those kind of things. It's going to happen. And yeah, you have like the Mayo character conflict with Osbel, which means I also likes, but I don't. Like, ah, my country. What is random girl? Uh, oh, no. This this reminds me a lot of Princess Mononoke. By the way. Yeah. Uh, and those kind, of, those kind of little things, the, the dumb things like, yeah, we're going to destroy the Valley of the Wind because someone pissed us off. It's like, why don't you just attack the, 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 the actual country and not this random country? Anyway, those kind of things, so I'll give it an 8. It's nothing that will take away the fun of watching Oshka, but it's definitely there and it's definitely noticeable. It's something that you cannot ignore. All right. So I think that's like an eight and a half, nine type score between the three of us. Uh, skewed a little bit by Tori's absolute hate. Uh, clearly, he. Absolute hate. Yeah. Absolute hate. I, I gave it a seven. Exactly. I gave it a seven because yeah. I fucking hate this movie, God. <laughs> yeah, your words. Exact words. <laughs> I'm mm. only going to clip that one part. <laughs> you can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> Our next venture into retro anime world is a, it's Tori's pick this time as we Woo. each uh, trade off what anime we're going to cover for each episode. Tori, do you remember the title of said anime we're covering next? I do indeed. Well, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's The Beast Claw, at least in English. Mm-hmm. What, the what is Beast The Claw. Beast Claw? The Beast Claw, Kemono uh, Sume. Uh, it is a 13-episode TV series from the 2000s, from 2006, actually, wow. by Madhouse, and it's by Masaki Yuasa. So I'm looking forward to this. We've got a lot of my favorite people are actually Masaki Yuasa directed it, episode director and assistant director Sayo Yamamoto, and Kenji Nakamura did an episode as well. Man, all of my favorite people are here. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> oh my Look god, forward he's looking forward for something. Time. I know. It's incredible. Never happens. Never happens. 2006 Madhouse as well. Could be good. Could be shit. Could be good. 2006 was a very strong year in anime. You could... Mm -hmm. yeah. And Madhouse was very strong. Madhouse was... Yeah, Madhouse was very strong before, you know... You go go through a lot of anime from, I guess, 2000 to 2007. (laughs) A good chance Madhouse was involved with it. (laughs) Yeah, they did a lot. Okay, well, that will be in the next episode. This was episode 117, Redley Fretchercast Anime. Leave us a nice little review on iTunes and all your favorite podcasts and outlets. See you next time. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.